0: Chapter Nineteen of, The Mystery of the Fires by Edith Lavelle This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mary Scano. Conclusion. Fair Louise was putting the last dabs of powder on her nose when she heard the car stop at the porch steps. Peering through the screen window of her bedroom, she immediately decided that it must be the detectives. Yes and oh joy of joys they had tom adams with them in another moment the men were out of the car and up on the porch where her father joined them congratulations exclaimed mr gay i see that you got tom adams i remember him now yes answered one of the men but he won't admit a thing about your daughter he says He never saw Mary Louise after she went back to the tennis court that afternoon. On what grounds could you arrest him then? demanded Mr. Gay. He stole a car on his way to the west. Mary Louise repressed a giggle and turned away from the window. Her father evidently meant to find out what he could before he announced his daughter's return. You have a sister Rebecca, haven't you, Adams? he inquired. The young man nodded. Yes, she's feeble-minded. Why? We know that Mary Louise saw her the afternoon she disappeared. Rebecca told her so. And she also said that you came home that afternoon just as my daughter started to leave the farm. Rebecca's mind wanders a lot, muttered Tom. She don't know what she's talking about half-time. He shifted his feet uneasily. You... I've been thinking of putting Rebecca into an asylum, persisted Mr. Gay. Yeah, we considered it. Why? Because she's in one now, announced Mr. Gay calmly. Of her own free will, an asylum about twenty miles from here. A Dr. Fetcher, I believe, is the head of the institution. He paused and gazed intently at Tom. The young man's jaw dropped, his face grew white and his hands trembled. Mr. Gay burst out laughing, and Mary Louise came out to the screen door. Hello, Tom, she said quietly. The young man started as if he had seen a ghost, but he managed to stammer a reply. Uh, hello, Miss Gay, he said. All three of the plainclothes men stepped forward in amazement. You found her, Gay, they demanded of Mr. Louise's father no answered mr gay to be frank i didn't two of her young friends from riverside did she was confined in an insane asylum about twenty miles from shady nook under the name of rebecca adams all of tom's pretense fell away from him at this announcement he knew his game was up his limbs grew weak he groveled at the men's feet don't send me to the chair he cried i didn't harm her she's all right ain't she we'll let the judge and the jury decide that replied mr gay now suppose you sit down there and tell us the truth adams you might as well for we know most of it already the young man crawled into a seat but he made no attempt to tell his story we know that you burned three houses here at shady Nook, said mr gay we know too. That you did it because you were bribed by Fraser. Didn't he pay you a certain sum of money to start those fires? Yes, y- he did, acknowledged Tom. He gave me $500. Why did he want them burned down? Asked one of the plainclothes men. He figured that he'd get 500 at least from the hunters during the summer. Entertain the friends at all. Then, Flick's fire turned out to be better business yet. All the folks from Shady Nook, except the Ditmars, began eating at the hotel. Once the inn was gone, and Smiths burned down, brought all them children and servants, and even the ma and pa over to the Royal. Did Fraser expect to burn any more cottages? Was the next question. N- no, he wasn't planning on it. Only when Mrs. Ditmars started up a boarding house, and took his business away from him. That made him sore. But I wasn't going to do no more dirty work. I figured I'd just get my money and clear it out. I never did expect to burn that moss, only threaten them. But what made you do that dreadful thing to Mary Louise? Demanded Mr. Gay. I wanted to get rid of her, till I made my getaway. Fraser and me was scared she was on to and would send for you. And you'd figured it all out, mister Gay. Fraser thought if I was gone he'd be safe. He just denied everything. The idea of calling Mary Louise Rebecca just popped into my head when she told us she was going over to the farm to see Hattie that afternoon. I knew Hattie and Dad was off to the fair, so I jumped in my car and run over to the asylum and made the arrangements. We just got back in time to nab her one of the men stood up detective gay he said i think you and i had better go over and arrest fraser now these two other men can take charge of adams he turned to mary louise who was still standing in the doorway is there any question you want to ask this criminal miss gay before we take him away yes answered mary louise stepping through the doorway i would like to know how that pack of cards came to be dropped at the smiths the night of their fire how tom happened to have them in his possession the young man flushed one day i was watching hunter do a trick on the hotel porch i noticed he put the cards in his coat pocket later on he hung the coat over the back of a chair while he went off to play tennis so i sneaked up and took him out of his pocket To used to show the trick to the boys. I thought they was muck, but they wasn't. Hunter sure is clever at tricks. Then, when I heard people was suspecting him of burning his own cottage down for the insurance, I thought I might as well help that suspicion along. So, I dropped his pack of cards into that can of water at the Smiths, and sure enough, it worked. Mary Louise's eyes were filled with contempt, but she did not put her feeling into words. Instead, she nodded to the detectives, and the men all left the porch. Fifteen minutes later, Fraser's arrest was accomplished, and the three plainclothes men started for Albany with both criminals in their custody. Mary Louise and her parents watched them go with a sigh of relief. "'That's that.' said her father with a smile now if only Jane and freckles would come added her mother we could be perfectly happy it's time to go to dinner in a couple of minutes mrs gay's wish was granted down the road half a dozen young people came running for they had just received the wonderful news that mary louise was back silky reached his mistress first then freckles arrived with Jane and four of the boys close behind. Never, if she lived to be a hundred, would Mary Louise forget that wonderful dinner at the Ditmars, the joy of being back home again, the happiness of her friends, the companionship of her father. Oh, everything seemed perfect that night to the lovely brown-eyed girl. And not least of it all was the satisfaction of knowing that the mystery of the fires was solved at last. Shady Nook was safe again for everybody, to enjoy for many, many summers to come. End of Chapter 19 Recording by Mary Scarno. End of The Mystery of the Fires by Edith Lavelle